Support Our Sinclair and listen ad-free. Go to patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Our Sinclair is also brought to you by the Div MMC Future from thefuturewas8bit.com. Quit waiting on tapes and fooling around with WAV files and load your games instantly with the Div MMC Future, a jumperless, switchless SD storage solution for all ZX Spectrums, from the 16K all the way to the plus three. Get yours today at thefuturewas8bit.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be doing back to school. This is, these are three words that fill me with uh, pain and anguish. The thought of going back to school, I can't cope with. Now, I know you've told me several times, but you might not have mentioned it on the show. Your birthday falls right around the time of back to school time. So your it birthday does. is always sort of a melancholy experience. It is. Right? I, I was literally born, I think, one or two days before the cutoff. So I was like one of the, I was the youngest guy in all my classes all through school and uh yeah it's also depressing to have your birthday right near when school started back mm-hmm. horrible of course now school's been in session two three weeks by the time your yeah. birthday gets here you're right it's a different so it's world. not too bad now plus i don't have to go to school it makes it a lot easier <laughs> That's true. but man I, I i'd hated school i really i really couldn't stand it from i think i, I started hating it in fourth grade and pretty much up to like say 11th grade i couldn't stand it. but your senior year you were on cloud was, I had a lot of fun then. Yeah, but everything in between. What did, did you, know, you were a schoolboy. You liked that stuff, didn't you? I I liked school. My favorite years, I think, are eighth grade. That's when I joined the Star Trek Club, uh, and and probably eighth and ninth grade. Yeah, yeah. Eighth grade was when I used to LARP Trek. You did not. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't really LARPing. It was that wasn't LARPing. What was that? Just it, dressing up like a Trek guy. Well, we didn't dress up either. I might not know what LARPing is. Live action role playing? Well, like what, what we do. What do you do, think it is? Well, okay, I'll tell you what we did. I draw this picture of this ship, and then we go out to the bleachers behind the middle school. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Playtime. And I'd be like, hey, Chad, check out this ship. This is my ship. And he's like, that's pretty cool. And then we'd be like, did you watch Trek last night? And he's like, yeah. And that's, that, is that LARPing? No. Oh. That's, that's dorking. That's what that is. <laughs> So you and Chad were your own, that was your own collective out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. David Doss, too. You mean you drew was, a ship? Yeah. And you were so proud of this ship. Mm-hmm. I've it was seen, the... the thing is, I've seen your art, <laughs> and I can't imagine something spawning from your pen or, or, or ink that could possibly be something you'd want to be showing to others. Well, I spent a lot of time, it was a shuttlecraft. Oh, yeah? I didn't aim high. I never wanted to be a captain. Was it like the classic shuttlecraft or one of the new ones? It was one of the ones from Next Generation. I, I don't know where that falls. I see. But and what was the what was your uh, what did, what was your median? What did you was it a oh, pen or no a, no pencil all the way? Because you're going to make some mistakes along the way. I see. Okay, and I didn't like mechanical pencils. How often either. did this? How often did you do this? Well, sometimes I would go to the library at the beginning of lunch. Yeah. And then I I'd, I'd need like ten or fifteen minutes to get something down to free my ideas. Then I'd head out to the bleachers and show it off. You know. I always thought that when I was in school, I was sort of a geeky type guy, you know. But man, after listening to that story, <laughs> I feel like half of the football team compared to that. You probably were horrible. Yeah. Did you did you get ever get hassled or bullied when you were in school? Well, I didn't. I tried to avoid most other people except for Chad, and so but that's impossible. You're going to be in direct contact with other kids all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept my head low. Uh-huh. You know? So you got through pretty much scot free. Yeah. Yeah, I was lucky. I was one of the lucky ones. Yeah. 
Um, and then, of course, in ninth grade, I joined the marching band and I met your brother. That's when you that know you're cool. Crew. Yep. And that was so this. you graduated from dorkery to marching band. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was the pinnacle. That was the pinnacle. It's like being the world's was tallest chess club midget, full. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, those were the two best school years of my life. They, they didn't get much better. <laughs> now, did you ever that. do anything? Um, you know, in in this game, <clears throat> you can do all kinds of pranks. Uh, you can uh, hit people with your with your slingshots like that. Did you ever do any of that kind of stuff? Did you ever do? Did you ever try to get away with stuff? I would have rather died than hit somebody with a slingshot. You never, you never tried to uh, sneak out, skip class. You ever do any of that? No, no. I, I never even entered my mind. Like I remember, like you know, my parents would leave. I would be at home alone in the morning, waiting to catch the bus, and I'd be like, you know, I could just stay here and nobody would ever know. But yeah. I never did. I never did. You know, uh, I would occasionally skip class because I lived so close to high school. I could just walk home. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, you know, the year I got out. I graduated in 89, our buddy Hose was still in school. And so there was a time, there was about six, seven months of the school year where Hose would come, show up at the house every day. And what he was doing was just skipping high school the whole year. <laughs> he just skipped the whole year. And I kept asking him, like, Hose, how in God's name are you not going to school? And he's like, eh, I'm in the Marshall program because he was going to college. Mm-hmm. But he, you have to still go to high school right. for some of the day, not Hose, but he wasn't doing that. <laughs> And so finally, he had missed like, they added it up, and he'd missed like four months of school. Wow. And he still graduated. Yeah. It was amazing. That's the secret of American public schools. They just want you out. They just want they you just out. They just get you. Yeah. I think it's like that now more than ever. Oh, yeah. You out now. Yep. Me can't read so good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's okay. It not matter. Just push you, know? you out. So then you're gone. I, 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 I'm glad I'm out. I mean, graduating was one of the happiest days of my life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like college either, to be fair. I think, so you didn't really give it a fair shake. No, I didn't. I think now, uh, in, in hindsight, if I were to go back to school... Rodney Dangerfield uh, style? The first thing I'd do is swack it with a slingshot and then put a mouse in there. But I think I would do better because I'm more mature at, uh, than I was then. Mm. Have you ever thought about... I mean, you go to college every couple of days. Well, yeah, I teach at a college. How's it feel so. to be the big man... Like, it's neat that you have the perspective. So you were sort of a dork in school. Now you're the big dog. Now you're I wear a, sweater vests and a tie. That's right. So really, nothing changed <laughs> nothing there. Nothing changed. But I mean, do kids, since you're a teacher, you give us a unique perspective here. What do kids try to get away with under your watch? You know, <clears throat> it's funny. I don't, I, I feel like most of the time, uh, the kids are just trying to figure out a way to look at their phone. That's the biggest thing. If they can get a glimpse of that phone, like if they can go back to their backpack and give it a little peek, and it's they're not. It's not that they're trying to get in trouble. It's that they're addicted to their device. You know, they can't bear to think that something might be going on out there that they're not on top so of. So you're th- what you're saying. Stop me when I'm wrong here, because I think you're right. Kids are so zombified by their gimmicks. Mm-hmm. They're not creative or uh, inspired enough to do anything particularly vile or entertaining. True. Now, that does make me happy in a way. Yeah. Because uh, much like modern parenting, you put the phone in the kid's lap and they're quiet oh, and man. they're good. And so, in You're a way, right. I'm, I'm happy about that. But in a way, it would be kind of nice to see your classic prank. You know, your classic slingshot or whoopee cushion or something like that every the, once the in a while. The good thing is, if people like that, like my, I was watching my kid walk up, we... Uh, Walked out of a, a restaurant or something last night, and the kid's walking out to the car. And he's got his phone in his hand, mm-hmm. and he's walking. And I watch, and he just walks to the wrong car. <laughs> I'm just watching him, because I've told him a hundred times, don't walk in a parking lot with your phone out. 
dumb guy. Mm-hmm. And so he gets ready to get in. I'm like, Luke, you're at someone else's car. He's like, oh. But, and he just doesn't move his eyes. Everything's like, you know, you know. It, it's and I'm AR, to myself, people know? like this, now, if you're not addicted to the device, you're their king. Mm-hmm. You can literally do whatever you want. They'll never know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, I could burn his room down. If the phone was still there, it would be okay. It would be all right. Aaron, um, I want to show everybody a little something that came in the mail today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, today is Christmas. If you are a our Sinclair Patreon supporter, because the magnets have arrived. Ooh, magnets! We have our our Sinclair supporter magnets here, direct from uh, Mr. Jonas Rulo over in Hawaii. Um, the master. Yeah, with a Dizzy on there, and we've also got our Clive's Club magnets, large and in charge. So. This looks so good. Yeah, I uh, can't wait to send these things out. Uh, between, I want to get this done before the new year. These should be winging their way towards you all uh, as a thank you. And of course, that means that there's going to be new magnets for 2020. So stay tuned to see what those look like too. You want to go over one more time? How how would one uh, procure said magnets if one were? I mean, because I'm looking at these and boy, they're neat looking. Now, yeah. of course, I've got. I can just grab some That's and true. while you're looking at your phone. <laughs> but if, if, if someone out there wanted to get one of these, how would they obtain one? If you go to patreon.com slash Sinclair, you can support the show. And uh, after a couple of months of support, you are guaranteed one of these magnets at come Christmas time of 2020. So uh, Anywhere on earth. Anywhere on earth. These things ship internationally free to your door. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Let's talk. About back to school. Back to school. Now, you know, do you recall, Boat? Let's take a trip back. Do you recall uh, when we covered uh, the original in this series, which was called School Days? I do. And this was this on ARG It was Presents? on ARG Presents number two, was it I number believe. two? Yeah, it was very early on. And we covered, so we have some, We ha- for once, we actually had some knowledge of something going in, because actually I think we both gave this a quick try mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so we are actually not totally lost for once. So this uh, game, Back to School, spelled uncool guy style, S-K-O-O-L. Isn't that cool guy style? No. What's cool guy style? That's dumb guy style. But school cool guy style is S-K-E-W-L. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This is our gang style. Yeah, here. yeah. So anyways, this thing was released in 85, Boat, and was uh, published by an outfit called Micro Spear. Uh, they were responsible for, uh, in fact, we actually uh, looked at one of their games. They were responsible for the train game, which we heard a lot about when we were talking about Wheelie. Mm-hmm. Now, they also did Sky Ranger. They did the Omni Calc out, uh, gimmick and Hot Foot. I'd say Wheelie is probably their third biggest game after the, the school uh, games. Well, train games seem to get a lot of a love. Uh, as I, when Train I was re- games? When we were researching... Uh, when I was researching Wheelie, I, a lot of people seem to like that. I, maybe we'll come across it at some point. Uh, this was uh, put out. Now, by the way, I looked up where these guys were located, and maybe you've heard of this place. But it's uh, uh, Roseberry Road, London. No idea. N10 2LA. I don't know what the rest of that stuff means. Is that that's a zip code their, yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you know where Roseberry Road was, that's where these guys used to operate. Uh, this was authored by uh, David S. Rady. Uh, he did, of course, and these are the games, School Days. Then the other game that's sort of like this that we'll probably cover one of these days, Contact Sam Cruise. Yep. Which mm-hmm. I, it looks neat. Yeah. Uh, Wheelie, of course, and Sky Ranger. And the other fellow that worked on this was Keith Warrington. 
who was involved in school days and contact Sam Cruz. So these guys pretty much did what they did. Uh, this is going to run you a, a ZX Spectrum 48K. It's a 48K game boat, <clears throat> which you can tell. it's it's. Well, that's your, that's your run yeah, of the mill Spectrum. It's a 48K game. It's not... There's no 128k action, is my point. Well, no, because it's from '85. Right, I'm just saying. To me, I don't know. I can't. I don't know the years this stuff comes out. Okay. I'm just saying. There's no like. Here's why I say that. The opening song <laughs> is the exact reason I say that. <laughs> you don't recall from your school days every morning when you got off the bus to hear that emanate from the school. Let me tell you something. I would go to a special school if I heard that every day. A school to get that on my head. Mental school of some sort. Um. Of course, this is one player. It gives you the usual control options. This originally... Saw, it's amazing these games that are iconic now, and this is another one. They sold so cheap. I mean, it was the 80s or mm-hmm. whatever. It's still cheap. £6.95p for, these, for this bag. Yeah, boy. there's a reason nobody had Nintendos, because you could buy 800 Spectrum games no for the kidding, price of one No Nintendo kidding, game. dude. Um, so, a trivia note I found on this, and, you can, and you're a, a man with allegedly a musical ear, ear for the tunes. Uh, the tunes this plays, okay? Okay. Uh, uh, it says here, the musical soundtrack, and I just pulled this off of a random website, so you can take this to grain of salt. The musical soundtrack consists of versions of the tunes Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen, and Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush. The former plays the title screen, and the latter is the ending tune. So that means the song you hear at the beginning of this is supposed to be Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen. At the beginning or end? It says here the former plays at the title screen. The latter is the ending tune. Boy, I know nobody knows the troubles I've seen, and that that is. I know both these songs. Yeah, so yeah, that's <laughs> there. You I, go. Well, I didn't make it to the end to hear. Here we go around the mulberry bush. So. so, in this game, you play Eric, the school kid, uh, and you are at school. It's you're back to school. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, if you read the. Uh, uh, the flavor text for this basically it picks up effectively after the last game uh, when you uh, when you uh, got out of school uh, and you are uh, you you uh, basically here's the flavor text I'll just read it having managed to steal your report during the last few few school days of term you spent the whole holiday forging teacher signatures and handwriting to make yourself look like the brightest sweetest natured most helpful little soul ever to carry a satchel. Now all you've got to do is get it back into the head's safe. So you're basically putting something in the safe this year. Uh, and so, if did you look at the manual for this at all? No. It is written dumb guy style. <laughs> if you read this... Explain. Well, here, I, I'll just let you look at the way... Look right here. The oh, way yeah, I did see that. It's I written that. in, like, basically SKOL style for the whole manual. It's mm-hmm. like this. Of course... When I say manual, it's a, you know the it tape appeals cover. to yeah. the youth. It has attitude. It is dumb guy kind of style. So anyway, you're Eric in this game, and you're at school now. The school is different this year. It's, it's a different school. It's bigger. Okay, bigger school. Plus, you've got a big like playground area, and on the other side of the playground is the girls' school. At the girls' school, remember that song? No, yeah, no one should remember that song. Um, and ironically, your girlfriend Haley. Is at the other school, mm. uh, and there's a headmistress over there that's added to the game. I, what is her name? Mrs. Ta- I think her name is Mrs. Task or something like that. And then you've also got like groundskeeper that trolls around and closes the gates in between playground sessions to so you can't get out in the in the, right. in the playground area. Now, <clears throat> if you've played School Days, this game is not that much different. Uh, a, a school day. 
happens. And you can do a, you can do several different things. You can either like here's what I like to do, right? Because I'm a dumb guy. I would attempt to go to his classes and not get in trouble. For at least that's usually how I started to laugh. And so that's you can actually go to class if you want. Oh yeah, to. yeah. You can see you can you can go through the day. That's the genius of this game. Yeah, uh, you could go and sit down. The way this works is every time Eric does something bad. Okay, first of all, let's talk for if, for people that are listening that might not know what this game looks like. This is yeah. a cutout of a school building. It's a side on. It's not top down. It's not isometric. This is purely a side scrolling view of a school. In uh, and, and there's it's a three level school and there's there you go up and downstairs and the rooms are actually laid out in the is like classrooms you've got classrooms and offices and things like that so you can move about the school any way that you want to you can go anywhere you can do anything depending on what teachers are around and stuff like that but theoretically this is an open world experience yes you you actually uh that's well said it, it, it's actually very easy to follow what's happening because you the school it's almost like you have one of those barbie dream homes and yeah, open up yeah. right uh, also, on the display at the bottom, you will get uh, a little thing that tells you where you need to be, mm-hmm. and then you've also got a little thing that tells you how you're doing, your right. score and whatnot. When you get caught doing something you shouldn't in this game, you will get lines. All right, Lines uh, uh, is where you write stuff on the board. You know, I, I believe you write it on a piece of paper. On a piece of paper. I've done both. In my, Have you ever had to do that in school? I don't think I didn't go to school in the, in the in the era where you actually wrote on the blackboard. Really? Although I assign lines to my kids in band almost all the time. Really? Yeah. And they just write a piece of paper. Do you actually check them? Oh yeah, they turn them in. You mean you count how many lines is on there? No, I do front and back. Fill it up. What if you write double size? Then you get it back. And you, you get actually, to do it again. Now let me ask you a question about this. I'm glad you brought this up. I can't believe they still do that. It just seems like such a waste of time. You're right. It is a waste of time because the kid did not bring their instrument to class. Ooh. Okay. Just... How fun is band when you don't have an instrument? How much can you learn when How you don't you have an instrument? How that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That is. Well, okay. There you go. Now, uh, uh, we had to do the gimmick on, sometimes we'd write it out, but sometimes we use the chalkboard. And you know, the I know everyone knows this gimmick now, but they've got that thing for music class with the five chalks to make the you know musical thing. You remember they, well, the Simpsons, they did that thing. Where I did the same thing. We all did it whenever that thing was around. You would do the thing, you put the chalks in there and That cheat. fooled nobody. It worked. Yeah, it, it worked because your teacher didn't care. It worked. No, we, listen, when you've got to fill up two chalkboards with stuff, use whatever you can. Or you get your buddy to help you. If That's they will. true. That sucked. Right on the chalkboard's painful, Look, too. Look, right there. I sent, it to a, I sent it to her dad. There it is. He's showing yep. me a, a full thing. I will bring my music to band tomorrow. You showed it to her dad? Yeah. You're a real strict teacher, aren't you, Bo? That's... You're the kind of sucker that gets whacked in this game. I'm the kind of sucker that would do the whacking in this game. Oh, I see. You So you do assign the line. So now we're touching on the very most basic elements of playing this. It's just, just you can go to class. You try not to be where you're not supposed to be. And if you do a teacher, if you come across a teacher, they will assign you lines. If you get 10,000 lines, you get expelled. Game over. That's an awful lot of lines. I've gotten that many, oh, many me, me times. Me too. Me too. Right? So, that seems lame if that's the game. Well, there's way more to it than that. <laughs> and it gets incredibly insane. 
in the first game, you were, as I recall, you were trying to get shields, uh, touch shields, right, and and to get to trigger events. And you what, can do okay, it. let me let me tell you what actually happens Go in ahead. this game. So when you collect the shields and then you knock down a teacher, the teacher will give you one letter of the passcode that you need to open the safe right. to get your report. Right, right. Which is that's crazy. That was the that was the way it was. Now in this game, there's a ton of different stuff you can do. Uh, the girl school adds some play elements that you didn't have in the first one. Uh, like the first thing I did was there's a mouse. There's multiple rodents that run around. You can grab one, and I take it to the girl school. It's funny because then I read something, and this is they were talking about doing this. So I guess I'm not clear that the first person to come up with this plan. Took it to the girl's school, and, it, and then when you let it loose in there, when their headmistress sees it, she does a very amusing little dance. <laughs> wherever she, uh, whenever that happens, uh, there are there are crazy elements that you can use to manipulate stuff in this game, and there were so. How did did you have any luck delving into the deeper parts of this game? Okay. This is a totally different game than the first game. Right. It looks very similar. Um, but it's t- the the mechanics are all different. I mean, you the can, first game yeah. is easy. It, it, there's there's an objective that you can write and you understand what it is. This game is a straight up puzzle based adventure game. Okay. So the first thing that you have to do in this game is you have to get the water pistol. Okay. And you have to find it. You got to find and it. And it's I, okay. I, I look through all the desks and stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. When you get the water pistol, you got to go to the restroom and you got to fill it up. Okay. Then you've got to squirt the water pistol into the trophy cups on the shelf. Okay, you've got to know how to do that somehow. I was going to ask you. How, yeah, that was my okay. question. Did you now, just figure that out? No. Okay. No. That's good. Gosh, no. Because I was feeling real dumb okay. as you were rolling through that. With this game, it's like you, it, it's based on the fact that I guess you're just going to be walking around trying everything you can. Right. Because it never would have occurred to me in a million years. Like, okay, if you've got a water gun. Your first reaction is, okay, who do I need to squirt with this water gun that's to make right. something happen? Yeah. But that's not what you have to do with it at all. And this all, you know, actions trigger other actions. And all the time while you're doing that, you sort of have to keep track of where your teachers are, you know, where you're expected to be and stuff like that. But this is a totally different game. And it pains me to say it because I like so much about this game. I think that the first game is superior because of that. One of the things that... It, did you look at? You said you did look at the docs. The list of keyboard commands. For yeah, example. you've got to play this with the keyboard. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I did. I was the OPQW champion. You've got. I mean, I'm looking at the. There's keyboard. a dozen. There's there. like a dozen different yeah. things you have to. There's all kinds of stuff you have to set. Like for example, I knew. I, well, I guess what I had to get help to figure out what the heck I was doing, and I so I was like, okay, search all these desks. So you have to go into the desk, sit down. Open the desk. Mm-hmm. Search, and these are all different keys. Search this. Get in it. Uh, get back up. Move to the next one. And you're trying to do all this stuff while the teacher doesn't come and get you, or when it's, you know the class is empty. Uh, you're. It's uh, not all. It, it's um, tedious. Let's go there. Uh, this game for all the. It looks great. I like a lot of the way the things you can do. It's they say it's one of the early sandbox games. I yes, yeah, absolutely, it is, it is very sandbox. But it's got elements of it that I didn't like, and it's just because it's just the like you said the random way things happen. 
Something else I had trouble with was negotiating the damn stairs. Mm-hmm. I had a heck of a time getting up those stairs. Me too. And when there's a teacher coming down on you, yeah. you're wanting to get off. And they don't just give you lines and let you leave. No. They'll just keep stacking them on you, and you can yeah. get a thousand lines. This game would have been improved if they would have put a cool-down timer on the lines. Yeah. Just to give you a chance to get away from the teacher. Yeah. Now, some of the stuff from the original game is still here. Stuff just like renaming people. Uh, you can still write on the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, they left all the fun stuff in, and it's still fun. I had a good time just rolling around because uh, you, if you're going through a school day, and so it's it's kind of funny to uh, just kind of see what happens, hear what the teachers talk about and stuff. I read that there are some really crazy stuff you can do. You can get the teachers drunk and, mm-hmm. and do all this other crazy stuff. I don't think in a million years I could ever have seen this stuff. And so what this game to me is, it reminds me of these games, and we've talked this before, where it's a game where you'd buy one game and you'd have it for like the month or six months or a year, and that's your game. Right. And you would go through and you would try every conceivable thing mm-hmm. to figure out what was going on and try to use every little wacky tactic you could think of because someone like ourselves uh, who comes into this and tries and gets into it for a week, like, I was completely out of ideas after I went. I mean, you can only go to class and mess around for so long before I just didn't know what the heck was going on. I went to the girls' school and looked around. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no idea. And so I went and watched a guy do a walkthrough. I didn't want to watch the whole thing, but I just watched the beginning just to get an idea so I could get the... And he got the squirt gun, just like I said. But I mean, well, as soon as I saw what you had to do with the squirt gun, I knew there was no point in me going on because the, the answers were so obtuse that I knew, I was like, listen, I'm just going to watch this guy play this thing, and then I'm going to roll around and do some of it myself. Because it's just, you really have to think outside the box in this one. Yeah. I mean, way outside the box. I mean, that's not even strong enough. Too hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to say it. I like the way it looks. The fact that you've got all these independent characters walking around, they all do different stuff. They sort of, sometimes they'll be in mass, whereas in the same way they all come down. Mm Mm-hmm. They all sort of build around. Did you notice when you go to the assembly, you don't see you like go out to a courtyard. You just, everybody just sits on the on the ground. Maybe that's how they roll. Well, anyway. they've got an assembly hall with a stage. You sit there and yeah. listen to the guy, and 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 if you, also you hit, if you get you'll get lines for sitting the wrong way. Right. Like sometimes <laughs> you go to class if you miss if you sit down in the wrong spot, your guy just plops down the floor. Mm-hmm. Lines sitting sit, on the floor. Yeah. Also, a lot of times there's not enough desks, and so if you get there late, there's nowhere to sit. Right. Lines, lines for everything. If you get caught in a girls' school. That's lines. And that chick will follow you and right out the door giving you lines. That's right. It was it was difficult. Uh, difficult game. Now, there are a lot of people that don't like this one as much as the original. A lot of don't get me wrong, this is still a popular game. But the other one, at least and the other one was not the simplest game ever played. And there's no we didn't come anywhere near getting anywhere a third of the way through it. No. But I did feel like I was making some progress. Mm-hmm. On this one, I just felt like I was completely boned, right. and I, it was frustrating to try to get up and down the stairs, and also just get having the lines piled on you. It just felt like I was getting crushed. You can get ten thousand lines, and I could get it like five minutes easy, mm-hmm. and, and then you're done. You know, we mentioned this on ARG, but it's worth repeating here that the uh, the team to put this together, um, they put out a lot of good games, and eventually they saw the writing on the wall that uh, uh, the Nintendo. Uh, and consoles are sort of taken over. And you just couldn't have a two-person de- development team. Yeah, I think they had like th- a guy, like a, it was two, plus, I think they were a married couple plus one other guy. Okay, a three-person Yeah, but eventually team. they were just like, eh, we're done. And yeah. they just, they were done. They just closed mm-hmm. up shop and that was and that was the end of them. So 
they didn't they went out on a high note, you know, but they were just they were just they saw what was happening. And really these games, now I don't know if you knew this, but they've released like updated versions, like they're like fan releases. Yeah, back to school ninety nine. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. And that actually looks pretty good. And it looks a, a little bit easier to navigate, but it mostly looks like the same game. Uh, but these type of games, if you're going to keep this sort of puzzle system, it almost, to me, it almost feels like a waste of the game in, yeah. a, in a lot of ways because there's a lot of interesting stuff that you could do with this that you just can't, I can never figure out. Mm-hmm. So this is one I'm going to have to, to me, say. To well, me, this, this is like, okay, what is the modern version of this game? <laughs> of this game, Bully? Yeah, okay. In Bully, they don't make it a puzzle. They say, okay, listen, Bully, whatever his name is, you need to go to this classroom and pull this girl's hair. You know, Do that in this game. Be like, you need to go here and do this thing. You're still having fun, and it takes the guesswork out of it. Have you played Bully? I have not. I have played it. I've I know it's very highly regarded. I've got it on the Xbox, mm-hmm. and it is a, uh, I mean, it's an interesting game. I never heard of this before I played Bully, you know. But as soon as I saw this the first time, I was like, Pfft. "I never really got that." Uh, and you're, but you're right. But I mean, of course, by that time they'd had uh, many, many a, a couple of decades to to get to understand a little bit better how to, you know. We know, we both know these older games. They're they punished ignorance basically, yeah. Yeah. and this one did. Now, uh, I will say we are in the minority you know, in terms of the scoring of this game, uh, boat. Um, World of Spectrum gave this an 8.34 out of 10. Uh, uh, Computers Video Games gave it a 9 out of 10. Crash gave it a 93. Sinclair gave it a 5 out of 5. Uh, Your Sinclair gave it a 9 out of 10. Computer Gamer, 4 out of 5. It was a Sinclair User Classic award winner and a Crash Smash winner. And uh, Your Sinclair Top 100 ranked it the 19th greatest Sinclair game of all time. So, it had a lot of love at the time. Um, I can understand that, dude, because it's so expansive. It's, right. And it was so groundbreaking for what it was doing. Uh, but as we look through this with modern eyes, it didn't, I don't think it aged that well in terms of the gameplay. No. Do no. we have any uh, listener reviews? We do. We do. Uh, Frodo NL, uh, his first ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clive's Club member Frodo NL with his first ever Discord review. Sometime I could never get into, somehow I could never get into this game, nor its sequel, School Days in the 80s. Playing it now, it still does not work for me. After about five minutes of play, I'm just too bored to continue. And maybe this game is just a tad too English for this Dutchman. Six out of ten. Uh, mostly for the execution of the idea. Chris Fold says, I love this game. Oh, and this game comes to us from Clive's Club member Chris Folds. I love this game. A worthy sequel with the addition of a second school, bikes, etc. What is not to love allows you to be that naughty kid with the hot chick girlfriend you always wished you were at school. Speak for yourself, buddy. Took a few games to get back into the swing of things, but managed to th- finish it on the sixth attempt and then played it again. The two modern remakes, Class of 99 and School Days Reschooled, which contains both, are both excellent also. I'm going to have to try those out. Nine out of ten from Chris Folds. Of course, he did select the game, so you would assume. That's true. That's true. D-Man says, as with its predecessor, School Days, Back to School was a sandbox game before sandbox games were a thing. Try to solve the puzzles, keep out of trouble, or cause as much mayhem as possible. The choice is yours. Still as playable as ever. 8.5 out of 10. 
And Graham W. Vebke says, I haven't played the first game in the series, but I can see they both had obvious influence on the Rockstar game Bully, a game I adore. Maybe it's because I didn't play the first game, I feel I am missing something here. Maybe it's rose-colored glasses. But it's not overly thrilling to play. It controls well and the art is decent too, but leaves me feeling disappointed just like sailing a yacht with no wind. And finally, Pixels at Dawn, Mod Mania Champion over in the chat. He says, this is a fun game enough if you don't try and complete it. The game world feels a lot like a real UK school crossed with the schools of old novels like Richmond Crompton's Just William. Not familiar with that, but I've what heard, a name, yeah. Crompton. Yeah, it's a pro wrestling. Rich name. Mall Crompton. Yeah, the schools are colorful and the sprites are full of character. You can happily race around punching your friends, purposefully getting the SWAT. Yeah. SWAT's a little. He's a little jerk, wiener uh, boy. Okay, yeah. and in trouble, writing swear words on the blackboards and releasing mice in the girls' school. That's your. That's your bag. Yeah, but there's also a series of nefarious activities you can do to complete the game. A lot of fun, especially as it lets you rename all the characters for your friends and teachers. A unique classic, 8.5 out of 10. Which I always rename everyone, so that way I can keep track of what's going on. Yeah, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. A good thing to do. And also, I did write stuff on the chalkboard. <laughs> what, did, what did you write? Oh, I can't say here. Uh, it's a it was about show. you. Wow, I don't blame you. It wasn't flattering. Was it about my Star Trek awesome shuttle? If I known about that, it would have been less flattering. <laughs> What a geek. We got some feedback, Aaron. Oh, um, man. This this comes to us from Richard Smart. Oh. Uh, commented on YouTube. He says, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now. Video adds a new dimension. That's true. <laughs> Love your enthusiasm and innocence you bring to the spectrum and to what life was like in the UK in the 80s. And he writes a little bit about Match Day 2. He said, I detested Match Day 1 so much, I couldn't understand why people raved about it as the control and graphics were appalling. So when Match Day 2 got rave reviews, it wasn't on my radar because I simply didn't trust the reviews. However, I will give it a try after watching your video. I will say, Match Day 1 didn't look too good to me either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not, not, not great. I love the fact that we're innocent both. We are. I mean, how Finally, could we not be? someone gets it. Yeah. Um, remember... Uh, in a couple weeks, we do have our best of 2019, our Sinclair mega special coming up. Uh, and you can vote for your favorite games we've talked about this year at vote.irsinclair.com. So make sure you do that. Do it now before you forget. Yeah, vote. get over there and vote. Make your voice heard. Yeah, you know? vote.irsinclair.com. That'll be fun. We, we, this will be the first time around for doing that. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be neat. Absolutely. And we've actually covered... It's funny, when I filled out my voters thing, mm -hmm. it, there was the Sinclair, to me was easy it was my easier one because i was i mean I, there were some real standouts and i was like man i know which one on this one this one is and bam it was a lot the amigos was a lot more difficult mm. um yeah don't vote once a week picard picard's <laughs> one vote per person please do not skew the results all right i want to thank all the fine folks speaking in the chat that are in the chat right now we record our sinclair live every friday night on twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming, you can join the wild and wonderful chat. Picard 2010, Ricky DeRocher, BarkBit, Pixels at Dawn Gaming, Retro Gaming Denmark, D-Man 76, Kenita Wowie 64. <laughs> well, I love that. Yeah, James Ed Smith, uh, Edvin Helen. Thank you guys so much uh, for, uh, for joining us. 
And I want to thank our Twitch subscribers, uh, especially Kanith Awawi is our newest Twitch subscriber. Thank you for subscribing to our channel. Uh, and the other people, Tapes from the Crypt, Math Dufort, G Vebke, Muggy7, 10-Minute Amiga Retrocast, The Slow Norris, Chris Folds, Anguish, Hauteur, Brutal Barracuda, Macintosh Librarian, Hasifa, 6MMBRX, I am Paul H. Mohawk Mall, Bumface Poohands, Silver Streak 72, Roushy MSX, Brother Bill, Pakutake, Midgard 73, and Still Adolescing. Uh, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. Thank you. If you are an Amazon Prime customer and uh, you would like to support the show, you can do so for free. You get a free Twitch sub every month. (sighs) Now, Aaron. That was a deep sigh right there. Well, I was preparing myself mentally. Okay, Okay, go ahead. This scares me. announce the illustrious names of our Patreon supporters. All right. So uh, we talked about the magnets earlier. If you went in... Uh, you can join the club, the Clives Club. The Clives Club. Andrew Waite, David Spencer, Cap'n Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbonaut, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Bossman Harrington, and Christopher Hassall. Every one of those men and women, handsome geniuses. Yes. All, every single one. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, Aaron, next week we are not going to review a game as normal. It's our Christmas special. It's an umbrella of fun. Yeah, yeah. We are going to record the show live. Uh, We're going to uh, probably release a short audio uh, thing for uh, for the the audio podcast. But then it's going to be primarily a video affair. We're going to watch some Spectrum demos. Okay. Yeah, we're going to watch them. Wow. I've never seen any of these. Me neither. But I, I know they exist. I looked some up. Um, and we're going to have the chat going. We're going to have uh, call-ins from our Discord community, uh, talking specky. It's going to be a real fun time. We hope you can join us. And uh, the week after that is our uh, New Year's special where we announce the winners of our Listener Choice Awards. That'll be fun. Yeah. I can't wait. It's first time for us on Spectrum. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Until then, rewind tape. And press play.